right? <laughs> Can you give us like um, one of your, like, your most special date that you ever had together? I think a special one for me was a recent one. Um, so I went to work and I came back home. And so on my way home, he, I think he actually tested me to call him when I'm coming back home, but I didn't see the message. So when I closed from work, I called him and he has asked me to like check my message. And I did. He said I should let him know when I'm coming home. And he surprised me. Um, you know, candles all around and wins the bus, you know, the bathroom, you know, you know what, you know what happens, like stuff like that. Well, we I wasn't a, expecting that to happen, but yeah. A little more, uh, I guess, details about going too much. We had a romantic bath and we had a little <laughs> cup of wine and we watched uh, Seinfeld. I brought the TV and put it on like the vanity in the bathroom. So we watched some TV and had some champagne and bath. Right. So, uh, wow. Fun little day. That is nice. That sounds like a romantic movie. Right? That is, it does sound like a scene from a movie. Wow. Okay, Jesse. <laughs> Do right now. Ooh, it's relational. Greetings and salutations, our good people. Welcome to another episode of... It's relational. My name is Kemar. My name is Deanny. And then on this episode today, we have some special guests down with us. Right, Deanny? Very special guests. And, you know... You know, what I always love of being a relationship-based podcast, we just be able, or just able to get connected to so many different couples, so many different singles. Um, We're always, you know, more happier to have the couples, but, you know, we'll take the singles too. Um, (laughs) But we have a couple from the Midwest, right? And we got to be connected to them via Instagram. So social media, amazing, you know, get to connect with so many different people. And, you know, we've just been vibing ever since. And, you know, we found out that we have very common interests relationship wise and, you know, just overall content wise. So it made sense just to do something together. Right. Right. So without any further ado, you know, we want to bring up our guests. I'll go ahead and intro them. I'll go ahead and intro them. Okay. Oh, do, you, you do, do you think? You do you it? think? Do you think? Okay. Okay. All right. So all the way coming in from the Midwest. We have Jesse and <laughs> welcome, we welcome. Also, uh, happy and uh, thankful to have you guys or let you guys host us or not let you, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yes. Thank you for inviting us today. I'm really glad to be part of it. Just uh, further the uh, conversation and the topic on this relationship. Definitely. Yes, yes, yes. You know, likes attract common interests. It only made sense. Yeah. Right. So. What I want to do is have you guys talk a little bit more about yourself, where people can find you, um, and everything that you guys are about. So we want to start with, you know, names again, you know, maybe your careers, your age range. You don't have to give the exact age if you don't, you know, if you feel compelled to, it's no problem. Um, and then also we'll get into like where people can find you. So you guys take it. Uh, well, I'm uh, Jesse, and this is my wife Pearl. Um, she's probably better at explaining kind of like where you can find us because she knows all the places and all the links. Um, but generally, we're just a uh, Christian couple uh, doing content um, kind of about how to improve your relationship and your marriage, um, just have better um, intimacy and better really growing through your through life together. Yeah. Um, general demographics probably in the 25 to 34 range. Um we're kind of right smack dab in the middle of there, so right. right. Where, where can you find us? Um, so we are on Instagram, um, TikTok, and YouTube. And the name on Instagram is GNP underscore swirl. On TikTok, it's just GNP swirl. The same for YouTube as well. 
And like he said, our content is just based on intentional marriage. So we kind of like like to share our intentional marriage journey to like inspire people to build healthy relationships as well. God, yes, I love that because we need more love in the home. One hundred percent. Yes, one hundred percent. Now, Pearl, I hear an accent on you. I'm gonna act like I don't know where you're from, but for the listeners, where are you from? Okay, so I'm originally from Ghana. I moved to twenty eighteen. Yeah, for my graduate studies. Okay, very good, very nice, nice. And Jesse, where are you from? Uh, I was born and raised in Southern Illinois. So, uh, yeah, this is where I'm from. <laughs> I grew up in the corn section of Illinois, not the city section of Illinois. Oh, okay, okay. So Chicago's like way off. Yeah, like five hours. So. Oof, wow. Okay, never mind. Might as well go to a whole other state if that's the case. Nearly. We're like, a, we're across the state. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Too easy. Too easy. Well, thank you guys again for coming on with us. You know, we appreciate your time and your expertise that you're going to bestow upon, you know, the listeners. And then the last thing I guess I want to ask you before we transition into the questions, you know, we want to start out with how long you guys are married and how did you meet? And then we'll roll into the questions that, you know, we have for you. Okay. Sure. Um, so generally we met on Match.com, um, just a dating app. Um, so it was just kind of a random thing. I've been on there for a little while and she was on and just about ready to get off. Um, she was like, I'm tired of dates. I'm tired of all this crap. So right. she was <laughs> just about signing out and being done with it. And then I slipped in the, the DMs, as they say. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Chat. And I was like, hey, uh, how are you? What, what you doing? And, you know, I was pretty straightforward at that time. Like, hey, it's going to work or it's not. So I texted her on like a Friday. And then I was like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow for breakfast? So I was like, let's get this ball going to see if it's working or let's cut it and quit it. So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that was, wow, uh, that was late January, like very last week of January mm -hmm. uh, when we met on Match. Um, and then we got engaged. In October. October that same year, so 2020. And then yeah. we got married May. May 22nd of last year. Wow, what a progression of events. I know. From January, you know, kind of end of January. So let's say February, fine. You know, February to October. Um, and October is the greatest month for any engagement and, and, and you know, any relationship stuff, right? Oh, right. October is a very special month. Why is October true. special? That's when we started dating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what a great transition. Okay, yeah. With uh, October, I generally, I proposed on Halloween. Yes. We went to a, a theme park that night for like their Halloween thing. So everybody was in costumes. And right. It was just a really fun day. Wow. Wow. Great, great. See, again, October is the greatest month to do anything engagement-wise or relationship-wise. I'm co-signing that and nobody could tell me otherwise. Snapple fact. Okay, guys. <laughs> you know, that's that's nice. I I like the progression of your relationship because obviously you guys got married because you you felt comfortable with each other. Um, the love was there, and you feel like okay, I can really see myself with this person long term. Because nobody gets married just to get married again and again, right? Right. And I like that, um, Jesse. You were upfront. But like probably I'm sure like how you felt initially and sure if Pearl was the same as well. Because we don't got time to be playing games out here. It's it's, it's rough. 
It's like, are you here or you not? Let me know from now. So I'm not gonna waste my time, pour myself into you, you know? Right. So I like that. Right, right. Well, including, um, well, going back to what you said about Pearl, you know, being, you know, fresh in the country, you really don't have time to, to play around because when it comes to migration, you know, a lot of people from back home put a lot into you financially, spiritually. They, they put so much into you. So it's like when you come to America, it's like, you have to really like win and you, you can't take, you know, well, you can, you have to, well, it happens, but like take L's, but you can't take unnecessary L's, if you will. Yeah. It's like you're, you're, I think as an immigrant, your strategic mindset is a lot different. hundred percent. It's a lot different. Cause it's like, okay, they're all counting on me back home. Like yeah. I got to win out here. Right. Right. I have to be the national hero for the country. Right. <laughs> the national hero for my family. Yeah. I think then we're ready to get into, you know, a little of the nitty gritty then, right? Yeah, let's go. All right. All right. All right. So the first question I have for you both, right. I want to ask, what activities do you both do to keep the spark in your relationship? Um, so when it comes to keeping the spark, uh, we like to read. You know, we like to read uh, marriage books or marriage-related books that can help us build a you know relationship. Uh, we mm-hmm. like to go on dates, and we have like different kinds of things to do during dates nights. It could just be uh, a gener- uh, a startup park that has like different cards for conversations. I would like to watch movies, sometimes just go for walks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's like most of the things we do for like date nights. Yeah, those are our uh, kind of more consistent date night things. Um, every now and then we'll get a little spunky and we'll try to do something like I'll light some candles in the room or maybe we'll, um, what's some other things we did? Random adventures to like a city or like a, we did a few weekend kind of things. Like yeah. for our anniversary, we went to Chicago for like a little romantic weekend nice. oh that's yeah. nice yeah i mean you also like to like go out with other couples more like uh yeah okay perfect i like that so tell me so since since you guys are dating connoisseurs right <laughs> can you give us like um one of like your most special date that you ever had together I would like the one that stands out the most. Wild card question. Okay. That's a hard one. <laughs> it might be different for both of us. But can you think of one? Um, I'm to run through the memory banks. Right. A special one. I think a special one for me was a recent one. Um, so I went to work and I came back home. And so on my way home, he, I think he actually tested me to call him when I'm coming back home. But I didn't see the message. So when I closed from work, I called him and he has asked me to like check my message. And I did. He said I should let him know when I'm coming home. And he surprised me. Um, you know, candles all around and went to the bath, you know, the bathroom, you know, you know what you know what happens, like <laughs> stuff like that. Well, we I had wasn't a, expecting that to happen, but yeah. A little more uh, I guess details about going too much. We had a romantic bath and we had a little <laughs> cup of wine and we watched uh, Seinfeld. I brought the T V and put it on like the vanity in the bathroom. So we watched some T V and had some champagne and bath. Right. So uh Wow. A little bit. That is nice. That sounds like a romantic movie. Right? That is, it does sound like a scene from a movie. Wow. Okay, Jesse. Tell <laughs> me right now. I see you. I see you. Well, don't get any ideas because you are wholeheartedly <laughs> perfect. So you can't really, you know, we, we won't be able to both be in the tub and fit it correctly. Yeah, our tub's kind of small. It was a little, almost a little awkward, but it made it work. 
Right. You hear that? We can make it work. Don't talk to me, man. You have a whole Don't belly. talk to me. You have a whole belly. Don't talk to me. Okay. You both can sit on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's nice. That's belly. <laughs> well, um, one other thing I wanted to touch on, too, because we are a family. We're a family that wholeheartedly believe in reading books as well. Um, so I just love the fact that you mentioned reading books um, because a lot of people, when they look at it, they look at reading books as a scholastic um, thing only, right? Like only when I'm going to school, something educational yeah. wise, but reading is fundamental and reading is what is going to continue to help grow you outside of school because school only gives you, you know, the, the textbook knowledge of things, but the real life, you know, lessons come from these books so yeah you know i'm glad that you mentioned that because we're we're avid readed readers or audiobook readers we're just readers yeah and i think that's a plug for everyone um to actually read marriage books right read books on love and those kind of things so you can better be a good person to you know your your husband or your wife you know because Marriage is not easy. We all know it. It is not easy. But we make it work because we want to work it with that person. Right. And it only works when we're both giving our 100%. Right. And it's, it's so much you can learn. Like, I just learned something now. We can have <laughs> a bathtub romantic time. Okay? So now we know. Whatever. <laughs> and I think and I think what's what's so sweet about that too is just it's always sometimes it's just the little things that you do um for your spouse that make them feel special, you know, make them feel love because love is an action word. You can't just keep right. saying and it's like, okay, can you show me how you love me? Hmm. Valid, valid, valid. Yeah. So um we got some good tips from them, so that's good, and especially from what I think is also really good. And we're still on the first question, but you know, you guys, you know, just obviously wowed us so much with the first question that we're still expanding on it. But also the fact that you guys are new-ish couple, right? Like a fresh couple. Um, so you're doing all the necessary steps in order to continue to flourish. A lot of advanced couples, you know, couples that have some time in kind of that those activities start to wither away and just come home from work, what you got for dinner, boom, boom, boom. So I'm glad you guys are doing that because it's a reminder to everybody to keep the spark lit. Yeah. And don't be, yeah. And don't become lazy in your marriage. Yeah. And you come lazy in your marriage and you wonder why he or she decides to, you know what? This person gave me a little time, giving me a little action. Because you're lazy, I'm going to seek it out somewhere else, which is not nice and it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know? So. You want to roll yeah. into the next so, question? So, our next question. So, does gender roles apply in your relationship? It doesn't. And when it comes to, like, you know, doing dishes or cooking around the house at all, it doesn't apply. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, if, like, something needs to be done or if she's working late and I got to cook dinner, I cook. Um, if she's home and we got dishes and she has time, she has dishes. Uh, we both mow the lawn together. She loves to ride the zero turn lawn mower and I'm out there weed eating. So it really saves on, uh, just time that would mostly be fall on the man. So, I mean, it cuts our mowing time in like half, which it looks terrible right now, but I'm waiting to hopefully do it one more time this year. So I'm just letting it maintain. You would never do yard work. Never. Don't look at me. Um, 
I don't do yard work. <laughs> it's a struggle for her to even like shovel snow. It's like, oh, I already did like two little shovels. That's no, crazy. no. I I have helped when the car was like with the snow. I have put in time. I clocked in on that. Okay. I clocked in. I, I love how you're trying to, you know, show out with. with no, I do. I do clock in. Just after a while, it's like, right, I'm done. Okay. But I do show up and I do put in time for it. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. um, adding to the general question, um, general doesn't apply to us either, but I feel like all of the chores and everything housewise has now fall upon me. You can't deny it. Um, yeah, that is true. With her being, you know, pregnant, right? And a couple of months in, you know, she's just so tired that she don't have the energy or she can't bend down. She can't do this. And I'm like, all right, I'll do the laundry. All right, I'll take care of the cat. All right, I'll clean. All right, I'll do this. So, you know. Yeah. But I help where I can. <laughs> yeah, where I can. Where I can help at home. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a team atmosphere, right? High five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can I move on? You can move on. What do you think? All right, then. So... Um, here's another question. How often do you communicate on a daily basis and how often do you tell each other I love you? Uh, I would say at least with communication, we talk quite a bit. Um, Pearl's usually mostly the one reaching out. Uh, like if I'm at work, she'll call me about a couple things. Um, or if she's at work, she calls me about a couple things. So yeah. Our communication is pretty, pretty open and pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we got regards to like I love you. I think we say that often. And again, I say that more than he does. <laughs> but then uh probably roughly like twice a day, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, two or three times. Just kind of depends on how things go. But Pearl's personality is very uh uh very outgoing, very communicative and very uh you know, very inclusive. So she just right. wants me to be a part of all the things that she does and all the actions and little adventures and thoughts that you have. So I try to be as open as accepting as I can. Sometimes it's, you are. I got to watch sometimes by quick tempers. Like what? You just, I t- talked to you 20 minutes ago. <laughs> what? She's like, well, I just forgot. And I wanted to tell you that I did this today. Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you later. But it's nice. I always got to remind myself like, Hey, I could have a wife that hates me and doesn't want to tell me these things. So this is the better the better side of that coin. So just calm down, relax. Yes. <laughs> you know what's so funny, you guys? Yeah. It sounds just like us. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I, I call for random stuff. And is this is all you gotta say? Yes. <laughs> like, did you know that this and this happened? You know I'm working, right? Yeah. <laughs> Or like, for example, because this is most recent, she was calling about, oh, my headphones are not working. I'm like, all right, is it charged? Oh, I don't know. Check if it's charged. And I don't know what was the result of it, but like... Oh, yeah, I realized that it was dead. Like, one of them was dead. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, Kamara, it's not working. Like, what is going on? It's not connecting. I turn off my phone, turn it back on. Like, I was really (laughs) freaking out. It's a similar situation. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I am not surprised at all. And then, um, you know, when you mentioned adventures, you know, this one, you know, Deanny, 
Not that anything's wrong with it, but she's always finding something new for us to do. Oh, let's go here. Let's try this. Let's watch this. Let's do this. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, we could probably do it, but you know, yeah. I'd rather not. But you know, she's always finding this stuff, so I can relate to you, Jesse. We're we're, yeah. we're, we're here. We're here. <laughs> we are uh, soul um, marriage brothers on that one. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Because I feel like me and you have like the same kind of temperaments and personality already. So, hundred percent. All right, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jesse and Bro. So if it ever came down to it and you needed to go to marriage counseling, would you go? Mm. Yeah, I think we will. What do you think? Yeah, I think we would. Yeah. Um, I mean, generally, you were talking a little earlier on uh, how we keep the spark alive and how we try to like uh, still kind of date in our uh, marriage. But, right. Um, there were some times where we were getting a little more complacent and kind of things were becoming a little stale and like you could feel that just in like the daily energy in the marriage and then like we were like crap this has got to change we got to be like more intentional we got to get the spark back so i mean even just after like a couple weeks or a month or two we kind of feel that so i felt like if there was something where that uncomfortableness or that uh, lack of spark was going on for a long time. Yeah, I couldn't even. That'd be horrible if it was longer than six months or so. Right. But if it was right. up to that point and we just did not have the energy or the willpower to do it, then oh yeah, definitely. Right, right. We 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 said the vows and we're committed. So right. if we can't fix it on our own or whatever, we'll definitely seek some outside help. I mean, yeah. That's kind of why we do uh, the marriage books that we have. It's um, kind of just like like counseling. So it's kind of like just speaking from a different perspective. Um, just letting us know, like, oh, we we went through that, and look at what they did to settle it, and look how they progressed through it, and what they learned. So it's just nice reading and experiencing similar situations, but from like an outside perspective. Right. Right. Yeah, perfect. Boom. Yeah, that is that is really good, and the fact that um, mm-hmm. you were saying that you early on, like, you noticed that things were getting a little stale, and you guys said, "Hello, wake up." You gotta be present here and you guys brought this spark back and i like that because some people like they're in the marriage and they're not present in the marriage you know and then they wonder why five years gone by and it's like man do i still love him do i still love her it's like what what happened right and you wonder why like things happen in the marriage because just you got to be present and be aware when things are not going a certain way Makes sense. and it's how you can do your part to make it better right right it's kind of like when somebody's talking i hear you but i'm not listening or i hear you but am i really listening so i i get that completely um let me ask because you know being that you guys you know started out and you know progressing pretty nice in regards to marriage counseling were you guys able to do marriage counseling prior to getting married um we didn't um didn't get a chance to do marriage counseling, but then a friend of his, which is now mm-hmm. our friend, recommended a book to us. So we read that book before he even uh, proposed to me. But that was like the goal to make sure we read that book and know what we are doing. If we certain that we want to get married before like he goes ahead to propose. Mm-hmm. And what was the book again? Uh, love and respect. Right. Um, his need for respect and her love, her need to be loved. Yeah. Something like that. The second part's a little long. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it's like, I miss language. Yeah. But with 
personality and her like openness, like even through like dating, probably in like the first two months, she's already like popping out little questions like, what do you think our kids would look like? Or how many kids do you want? Or like, what do you think our wedding day would look like? And like those, that's just casual conversation for Pearl. So it's like we were preparing from like our first date because she asked some question about kids and like she's digging into the deep stuff like subtly like all the time. So it's kind of knew what I was getting into just from being around her. So makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, it's true. So and you definitely have to drop the link of that book in the description because we all need to be reading that book. Right. Right. And I like kudos to your friend. Kudos to your friend. You know, because reading reading books gets you in a certain mindset, right? And gives you that different perspective. So a lot of times we think a certain way and when we start reading information and getting more knowledgeable, our mindset opens up, our thought process opens up. And you're like, you know what? The way I was thinking was a little bit smaller. I got to think a lot bigger and have more of a wider perspective when it comes to marriage and love and relationship. Right. Yeah. The book really did help a lot. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I had to unlearn some things, so that was really grateful. I'm <laughs> grateful for that. Well, yeah, just kind of shedding light on things that are the deeper meaning, kind of like you said, mm-hmm. how you really got to pursue it instead of just waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about books and be, it being so fundamental because, you know, we would still do counseling regardless, you know, if we needed it as well. But, like, what happens with, like, in-person counseling, you tell that individual what you want to tell them, right? Whereas with a book, you know, the book is talking to you directly, and you can't run from it, and you can't say, no, that's not me. It's 100% you. It's talking to you. It's slapping you. It's beating you up, and you have nobody but to be upset at. I mean, you could say, oh, the author or the person who recommended the book, but you know in reality if you're not, you know, clueless – you will say, I'm the one who needs to change based upon what I'm reading. Yeah, sure. The book, the book, books spare no feelings. Oh. It'd be like, you need to get out of your laziness. And it's like, ah, <laughs> no, it's been two months. And I said, I'm going to do this activity. And I didn't do it. This project I said I was going to do because I've been so lazy. And it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The relationship books and then like, they're designed for you to read them like with your partner. Then at the end, it's always like, now ask your partner, when was the last time they hurt you and why? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These books are so, they're digging deep. Yeah, they're throwing daggers at us. Like, holy yeah. crap. You know, sit down, like stare at each other. I'm like, you know, babe, when you said this, and like, try not to be like in a realm where you, where you let yourself be hurt, but you're just like expressing and mm-hmm. communicating. It's not like you're, you know, when you did this, I didn't like that, and you should change and be this way because that would be better for me. <laughs> That's not the point of the book. Right. It's like, hey, could you do this a little differently or encourage me a little more, and I could do this for you. Right. Just It uh, just opens up pathways for open and honest communication. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Um, what I also wanted to piggyback on, you know, being with the marriage counseling, and so um, – did you find that, and this is kind of going back to how long you guys are together, because, you know, in some people's eyes, you guys may have progressed quicker than they would have liked, right? I'm talking about family and friends. Did you have any family or friends that tried to impose their own marriage counseling on you guys? Like, oh, if you guys are going to get married, do this. Outside of the, the great friend who recommended the book, did you have some 
family, other family and friends that might have tried to impose maybe a little bit of their will upon your relationship, being that it was so fresh? Um, I would say, I mean, honestly, I was probably ready to propose. Um, so me and the whole family and Earl was going to come along uh, for 4th of July. I had in mind I would possibly propose then because there was this place and I had a big plan in mind. But then I like talked to like family and then talked to friends and it was <clears throat> like, whoa, like just give it a little more time. I know you have these feelings and it's fun and you think it's all good, but just have you thought about this? Maybe have you thought about this? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. And that was just six months into dating. Yeah, that was just six right, months in. Right, right, right. Um, so, I mean, through my whole life, I had like older siblings. So, my natural process was like watching, mm-hmm. observing, and then learning from those. So obviously all these friends and family that are already married. So like, there's probably something there. I'll give it a little more time. If anything changes, hey, whatever, I learned something new. But if I still feel the same way by, you know, maybe this date, I'll go ahead and do it. Right. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like they told me like specifically like do this, do this, do this, okay. except for really both, but. Um, yeah, just maybe give it some time and consider a few things before Fine. making the But That's fair. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't have any. No. Maybe because like I'm all here by myself and my family is back in Ghana. Maybe. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any anyone imposing anything on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. No problem. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's pretty sound advice, right? It's pretty sound advice. Give it some time. Just... Make sure what you're feeling today is the same feeling you feel tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. But a good thing about even with uh, friends and family, though, obviously with her being uh, from Africa and from Ghana, like, I don't think, or I can't remember at least, any questions being brought up. Like, are you sure? I mean, she's from a different country. Got to go through this process and that process. It was like, do you love her? Do you feel this way? Is she going to be a good partner for you? Um, so I got a lot of support, at least in that aspect of it. So. I love it. I love that. Bravo to the friends and family. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because those are the right questions to be asking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Language barrier. She speaks English. Stop. <laughs> she may have a little accent. Yeah. Understand clear yeah. It's like the most important thing. Like, where is the love? Do, do you yeah. have the love? And then my mom was also like making mm-hmm. sure to like asking me whether just is a Christian, whether his family likes me. He didn't really yeah. ask about like the reason or anything. You know, we'll just talk about the love and then believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's always real fun. So the first time we um, had her meet my parents, they were all like, man, she's from Africa. Am I going to understand the word she says? What's her personality going to be like? They had all these these worries. And then like after we had lunch and took a little walk, uh, they kind of were like, oh, she's so fresh. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Pearl with the wildness, right? (laughs) Okay. Very good. Very good. Look at that. So you want to hit with the... uh... Next question, because oh, so oh, this is a good one. So, would you encourage others to get engaged and to be married? Mm. Let me take that. Yes, but I'll let you take that. So, <laughs> gotcha. Um, so yeah, I would definitely think that as long as you're in a relationship for the intent of marriage, I mean, if you if you know, I'd say go ahead and just just get engaged, get married, get it over with, get it done with, and start building that life together instead of leaving the other person in the well. I don't know. We've been together for four years and we're just, we're just dating. I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to work out or not. Uh, And then technically in your mindset, if you're still under that dating clause, it still gives you kind of that 
escape route of like, well, we should just break up because there's nothing legal. There's no family connections. There's no commitments um, that you have to go through like more right. of a process. Um, so there's always probably going to be that like in the back of the other person's mind, like, what are they waiting for? Is this really what they want? Why haven't we progressed? Um, so I feel like you're probably missing out on a lot of uh, deeper connection and more intimacy and building a life together when you're actually engaged and when you're actually married as opposed to just dating for several years. <laughs> Which sounds ludicrous to me. I don't know. <laughs> I've been dating for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel the same way. Pearl, <laughs> I don't know if you'll drop our little two cents. <laughs> Would you have any more thoughts for you? Um, no, I think you said it all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know, I, I think I, I feel Danny's brain just like ready to like home in on, you know, people being together for X amount of years and not sure what direction they want to go. Is like, are we going to stay together? If we're going to get married, like, what's the plan? Because um, I know marriage, people will look at marriage and always say, oh, you know, people get married just to get divorced, just to go through <laughs> X, Y, and Z. But just because that's their result or somebody else's result doesn't mean it's going to be your result. And what are you doing proactively to make sure that doesn't happen, at least on your end, right? But what you wanted to, to, to mention? Well, um, it's a weird thing right now. And I'm sure you guys noticed it too, um, that like in the air, of us young people, right? Us young 20-somethings. Um, there's a, this whole notion that, no, I don't want to get married, right? They don't want, like, the women don't want to get married. The men don't want to get married um, because they have this thing in their head, like what you said, like, you get married just to get divorced. And it's like, if I if I already love you already, we can just be together forever. We can be like Oprah and Stedman. So they're not married, right? But it's like, okay <laughs> but then you're in situations when a child comes about right a child comes about and then situations where assets need to be divided and then you expect something from it and it's like how you're not married you don't get anything from the will you don't get anything from the assets because you're not married oh. so it leaves you in that position yeah. and then you're like oh Maybe I should have gotten married at the time. Maybe you should have. Because marriage is a different kind of protection. Besides the protection of the Lord himself, marriage is a different kind of protection. When you have that bond with that other person and, you know, that's the one for you for life, and you go through different situations where you can make decisions in their life, they can make decisions in your life, and you, you have that back-to-back support outside of your family, and that's absolutely amazing. It's it's more beneficial, I find, to be married than it is not to be. Mm-hmm. And it keeps the household to be more of a complete household when it, children come involved, right? Because it's like, I don't want to be in a long-term relationship for like five, ten years and I have a, co- um, a child and it's like, I'm showing that child, yeah, we can just live here and just be boyfriend and girlfriend and I'm 35 and he's 36. Yeah. And it doesn't show true representation of family. Okay. And then they grow up to be what? Oh, I'm not going to get married. My parents never got married, but they still love each other and they're still together. But still, that's great. But it's still, 
it needs to be an additive getting married that shows a true wholeness of mm-hmm. a family. Yeah. While you were speaking, a couple things involved. just kind of came to mind. Um, okay. So obviously, like our younger generation, um, as they're dating and uh, considering going forward, it's not just that you have that lovey-dovey emotion. Um, me and Pearl were dating, obviously. Um, so she was in the last semester of getting her master's. Um, so we knew by summertime there was going to come a decision where she was either going to stay at the school um, in Illinois where I was, or she was going to be applying to different schools. Um, so we didn't know if this relationship was going anywhere. We really had to figure it out within like three to four months. Um, future plans in the next few years. So there was a lot of just open conversation on career paths, um, what we were expecting out of our lives and our careers um, up to a certain point and beyond, um, which we um, very literally had to like sit down, plan out, assess, and like come to a realization with in our minds of like, what will our actual future look like? Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of just being like, oh, I love you. I'll be with you till the end, no matter what. Oh, you want to do this? Oh, I can't do that. That's not what I. It's not what I envisioned for our, our success or our future. So, <clears throat> I mean, you really got to put a plan where you both can like stare at it mm-hmm. and have the same vision for it. Um, so that'll get you through a lot of hurdles and avoiding a lot of unnecessary uh, disruptions and trouble. Um, thing came to mind. Um, yeah, you should be committed and actually married in your relationship. Um, or with your partner, because yeah. <laughs> um, if you do have kids and they're not married, then like when you your kids are going to school or they interact with people, it's like yeah, my dad and my mom, but they're not husband and wife. That might you know they might be internally thinking that and like why why do they have a, a married parents and why do my parents just yeah, yeah just doubts and it does it sets up a a broken infrastructure possibly in their in their heart and in their spirit. So at least if you present that whole front of a marriage and the unity of a husband and a wife as a team, it just goes a long very, way. Very, very, yeah. very much so. Definitely. Much so. Wow. Okay. So, you know, this, this is what I like about doing our relationship-based podcast. We find so many couples, no matter where they are in the world, um, probably told you before, we did a, a, a interview with a couple in, in Ghana. It was amazing. Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, but am I happy? But we just find that like the commonality with all the couples we've been coming across is so like apparent. Like the mindset of you know just working together as one and understanding you know we're in this together, right? So. I might get a little teary. I don't know why. It's, the spirit is coming over me. The spirit is coming over me. So I have to say for now, my favorite line to say once um, I'm hitting that excitement peak, um, my cup runneth over. I thought you were going to say it with me. <laughs> well, my cup runneth over. Um, Flowing. So, <laughs> overflow. It transitions to my next question for you guys, which I'm really excited to hear this. How has your faith influenced your relationship? I think I can start with that. Um, so yeah, obviously we are Christians, and uh, we believe, or I believe, in the fact that God loves us unconditionally. And even in the Bible, 
and he commanded the women to like love, I mean, respect their husbands and the men to love their wives. So my faith in God is helping me to like unconditionally love and respect Jesse, regardless of whatever issue you might have in a marriage. So like times where we have difficulties, I don't just get angry and then you know not talk to him. I try to like relate how to solve that. You know, I relate the Bible to like solve that situation. So I try to be forgiving and then you know still love him and work things out with him as a team. Yeah, so that's like one way the Bible like influences or my faith influences our relationship. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, growing up Christian and reading books and uh, studying the Word of God, um, it just shows you the kind of person uh, that you need to be. Um, you can be selfless, honest, truthful, loyal, um, sympathetic, compassionate. Um, so obviously reading those things and meditating on them and then being in a marriage, like it shows you how selfish and um, close-minded and angry we can get over piddly little things sometimes. Um, so just knowing that that is the mm -hmm. sinful nature of us and that that is not the idea that God wants for us in a marriage and in a relationship. Um, it gives us a kind of strength and courage just to fight off those little feelings and those ways that will tear us apart. Um, so being able to rely on God when we realize that, yes, I am weak in this area. I am getting angry at Pearl for really no reason at all. She called me three times. So what? Be humble. Be gracious. Lord, I am so weak right now that I am getting mad at Pearl for telling me about piddly things. Uh, give me, Lord, give me, give me grace in this situation. Um, remove this hatred from my heart. So my marriage is a great way that we can rely on God, even in simple things like that, where we can realize how insufficient and how easily we can be conquered. When I, when I, when I just say Jesse and Pearl just spoke the truth, that is the truth. Put God in the center of your marriage. And like I tell you, your mindset, your perspective, the love, whole nother level. It's a whole nother level. Wow. I said it already. You know, my cup runs over. Um, but it's true. Having, you know, having the Lord as the centerfold of your relationship is going to help mitigate so many different issues. Um, Jesse, I think you just put me on game when you said uh, to... to Ask for that forgiveness for being upset about the numerous of calls sometimes that, you know, we get or I get. And I'm just like, you didn't have to call. You could have texted. But I'm like, I should really take that internal like, hey, at least she's enjoying calling me for any little thing. Like, I'm, I'm that open for her so that she can call, you know, eight years later uh, married that she can call for just the smallest thing. And I'm just like, she can call me instead of calling her brother or her mother or this and that. So. Um, I, I, I just understand it. I give you grace now. I understand a lot better. This is why we do this podcast. Understanding. Understanding. Because we learn from other couples. You can't deny that. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We all got to show a little grace. It's true. Yeah. Uh, you brought up another thing kind of triggered in my mind. How, um, the Bible it kind of says that a marriage reflects uh, Christ in the church. Um, so as the man being the symbol for Christ, who's obviously willing to die for his wife, um, the wife also looks up to the, um, the husband like Christ. Um, so when the wife 
gives us all these questions and gives us all these concerns and gives us all these uh, comments and calls us all the time. She is doing exactly what God intended for her to do, is take her concerns and her burdens and bring them to Christ and bring them to her husband. Right. So she's just really fulfilling your Christly role <laughs> and your churchly role in our relationship. Right. But really, I mean, we got to look at how we respond uh, to our church and how we defend her and protect her. Very good. Very good. And that's it. That is it. <laughs> so that is it. Wow, you guys are very lovely couple. <laughs> Man, Jesse and Pearl, very lovely couple. We appreciate your mindset with everything. And it's just been, I can see us go on for hours, like, (laughs) in conversation. Like, (laughs) yeah, this has been such a great time. Such a great time. So as we wind down here, we want to know what would be, like your final advice that you will give to anyone out there that in that dating stage or in that engaged stage or in that marriage stage, just some sound advice on just how, how to have a successful loving relationship. Yeah. Um, so like you said earlier, marriage is not easy. It's hard work. And people always say that Couples should communicate, like should be very open when it comes to issues in their marriage. And we do agree with that. But then again, I feel like it's all boils down to intention, uh, to be like, to being intentional. So intentionality, you have to be intentional in every aspect of your marriage, whether it comes to communication or solving issues, like how you complain to your partner. So for instance, if you're, if you're mad about something or you feel a certain way, instead of using the, uh, the blame game to say, hey, you didn't do this. You don't care about me. You didn't. You came home late because of that. I couldn't probably sleep or you know stuff like that. You could use the I statement where you'd be like, "I feel, uh, oh, I felt lonely because she came home late." You know, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So like, we have to be intentional in how we communicate, in like in, in everything. So it's all about intentionality. Couples need to be very intentional in their marriage for like for it to be successful. Good sound advice. Yeah. Great sound advice. Be intentional. Yep. Not the yep. first time I think we've heard this, which means hearing it again <laughs> means you should really be listening. As a listener, you should really be listening to that. Okay. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah. Um, I mean, so obviously, it's like Christian couples just rely on God. Um, but for couples, just always in general, um, Christian, non-Christian, probably any religion, just being willing to forgive, um, willing to be committed um like she said being intentional but just not holding any grudges and being open um so when you have little struggles that maybe you think are really minor or like insignificant just relate them just get them out in the open don't let them kind of cower or hide and fester um and just let the other person feel and let them know that you are there for them and willing to to take on the battles no matter how big or how small yes um okay Okay. I said it already. My cup runneth over. I said it already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great, great advice. Absolutely. Really great advice. Being intentional in communication and be supportive, mm-hmm. you know, be able to help solve the issues, you know, nice. have that teamwork environment. I like it. Right. Right. 
listen, for all the listeners out there, again, please follow, comment, subscribe to anything Jesse and Pearl. They already said J-N, as in letter N, P underscore swirl. Follow them again because they're a young, if you will, couple, but by their mindset, but with their wisdom, with their intellect, you won't. You can't tell they're 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 freshly married. If you yeah, you know, like, it's been five years. What's up? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, hundred percent. So, just thank you both for coming on and gracing the um, it's relational, you know, podcast with again your mindset. We truly are appreciative of you guys coming on and spending the time with us. Yeah, it's been just absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's been a real treat. Yes, yes, yes. Well, one more time, thank you again. I'm just very repetitive of my thing because you know, you know, you know. Um, But that being said, do you want to go ahead and close up shop? All right. So to everyone out there, have a great day, a great evening, a great night, and wherever you are in the world, stay blessed. Yes, be well.